Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chess Study Podcast. Now, I'm really excited to bring you part six today of this chess strategy course. Uh, this is your thought process, maybe the most practically useful part of this whole course. Now, I won't say you can use this in Blitz or even use it in a long game if you're playing over the board, but it is a very, very good way to train chess. And it's also a very useful method to understand how you should think in chess on a very general overall level. So stick around and leave me your feedback if this is helpful or not. All right, enjoy the podcast. Hello, Chess Diagnostic here, and welcome to Complete Chess Strategy Part 6, Your Thought Process. I'm really excited about the next two lessons because they really tie together all the previous lessons and information we've learned so far. As a recap, we know from the previous lessons in the strategy course that in order to play chess well, you have to know your overall goal in order to be able to recognize the specific strategic elements in the position when we play a real game. We go from general to specific. This will be our main model when we start to build our comprehensive thought process for playing the game. When a beginner asks what he should study, he might hear many different responses of information to learn how to improve. If he just starts amassing any and all information, or trying to solve hundreds of tactical puzzles, this is like learning calculus before knowing basic addition. The first and most important thing is to learn how to apply any information you learn, which basically means the thought process you use to select a move. We know our thought process will go from general to specific, from strategy to tactics. In this model, strategy and tactics are not separate and confusing elements of chess, but combined, and one leads to or informs the other. It's not strategy versus tactics, but strategy to tactics. For example, if we look at this position, we could simply look for tactical shots, but in a game, you don't know. You don't know if there's a tactical shot or if it's a strategic position that you need to focus on maneuvering pieces. So, if you are guided by your overall strategic understanding in a game, then you will find both good positional moves as well as tactical opportunities. Of course, chess is a two-player game, and we need to consider the opponent's possibilities as well. The thought process I use is a four-part process that begins by finding and considering what the opponent plans to do. Then I go into the general strategic considerations to find possibilities for my move. Once I have found possible moves that help me with my overall goal, increasing peace activity, I calculate the various moves using my visualization and tactical abilities to determine the best line. Once I make a decision on the move I will play, I then spend a second to consider what my opponent might play in reply. As you can see, the thought process looks like this. Two steps considering my opponent's move, and two steps finding my move based on my strategic and tactical understanding. As you can see, this framework of thinking is very simple and can incorporate all kinds of chess knowledge that you learn. The important point to make is that through this model, you will be able to figure out what the worth of chess information is and how to apply it right away. If you can't find a way to incorporate it, then maybe you can determine if learning certain chess information is a waste of time. Now we will analyze the four-step process, which is basically a series of four questions two pertaining to the opponent's move and two pertaining to our move that we can use to find the best move on the chessboard when playing a game. 
The good thing is, is that this thought process can be used to solve tactical puzzles as well, to analyze games, and anytime you train it, you will improve your overall chess playing ability as well. Step one is basically asking, what is the purpose of my opponent's move and what does he plan to do next? By answering this question, you will understand what your opponent is threatening and you will be able to see what his plan is for future moves as well. Once you have this information, you will then move on to step two. Step two is basically focusing on asking the question, how can I move my pieces forward and attack the opponent? By answering this question, you will be able to determine if you can attack first, which will increase your activity and push the opponent back, or if you need to move on to the other strategic elements. Maybe you need to increase your least active piece, maybe you need to centralize a piece, or maybe you need to chase back the opponent's piece. Step three is the calculation aspect of our thought process. Now, we will address tactics in a future 10-part tactical series to complement this strategy course, but in this aspect of our thought process, basically the calculation aspect takes precedence after you use your strategic understanding to find the best possible moves. The calculation process you should use should be comprehensive and go through every single piece to make sure you don't miss something. So the process I use is to go from the piece of the highest value to the piece of the lowest value, going in the order of the king, the queen, the rook, the bishop, the knight, and then the pawn. And what I do is, from all the candidate moves I chose in step two from my strategic understanding, I will look at all the possible checks, captures, and threats till the end of the line, and then I will determine the best evaluation for each move and decide my move. Now once I've decided my move in step 3 from my calculation, I will move to step 4 and perform a simple blunder check. So step 4 is the last step and the blunder check is very important because it will prevent any mistakes you made in the previous steps. And the only question you have to ask is what forcing replies can my opponent make after I have made my decided move. As you know, chess is not a simple or easy game to learn or play, but blunders are a huge part of chess, and even the strongest players in the world make blunders. By simply following step 4 of this thought process, you will reduce your simple blunders which will increase your playing strength exponentially. As you can see from this lesson and previous lessons, I have not taught a huge glut of chess information. I have taught very simple rules and understanding that you can follow. Getting better at chess is not just amassing lots of chess information, but reducing negatives such as blunders and misunderstandings so that you can play better. Following this thought process will take practice. In the next lesson, we are going to go through an entire game using this thought process to understand how to use it for an entire game. And we'll go through a tactical puzzle as well so that you can understand how to apply it and use it to improve your chess. Your chess training sessions will then not just become reading a book and amassing information, but to improve the one thing that really matters, which is your thought process you use to apply that information. Follow along to the next lesson where we analyze the game and the tactical puzzle, as well as leave a comment and let me know what you think about the thought process 
and if you have used it to improve your game. Thank you very much. Have a nice day.